Good evening and welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to another Five a Day with Jay. I am your host, J.R. Murdoch. How are you this evening? I'm so glad to hear. Thank you for being with me. There's an old saying when it comes to writing that I disagree with significantly. That in order to get good at writing, you need to write a million words of crap first. I don't agree with that. I think that yes you get better as you write and your writing will improve the more you practice at it much like any art or any talent the more you practice the better you'll get some people don't need to do something for a million words or 10,000 hours to be good at it you can be proficient and improve but I don't believe that you need to write a million words to be a good writer. I remember writing in high school, the first creative writing class I ever took. I enjoyed telling stories, but I had a hard time with writing and the written word just because I had several learning disabilities and it took me a long time to come out of that shell and to write stories that I enjoyed to write. and. Over time, I got better. A lot of it had to do with writing essays and writing in class. But when I took a creative writing class my sophomore year, sophomore year in high school, I loved that class because it allowed me to express myself in a way that other classes that I took never allowed me to express myself. Other classes were all about memorize this, memorize this formula, memorize this history, memorize the list of presidents, memorize this. The only other class that I can equate to the creative writing class that I really enjoyed because of the way the learning was, was physics and chemistry. You experimented, you tried different things. Not everything worked, so you tried something different. I had an art class, but for me, visual art was always difficult, so I I couldn't get it. I couldn't understand how to draw something and shade something in. But when it came to the creative writing class, everything just seemed to click for me. I remember one of the exercises the teacher had us do. She said, take one of your hands and make the OK symbol. Then she said, take that hand, look at the clock, close one eye and look at the clock through one hand. So I did this and she said, okay, now raise your hand. If you used your left hand and your left eye, raise your hand. If you used your right hand and your right eye. And then she explained, okay, that means this, that means that, that means the other thing. Did you see what I did? To me, it just felt natural to use my right hand, my left eye. What does that mean? The teacher was astonished. She, in 10 or 15 years of her teaching this creative writing class, doing that exact same exercise with every single class, she'd never had anybody ever that had done that. I found it fascinating and she had no idea how to explain it. The teacher and I had a good communication when it came to haiku loved writing haiku. Haiku was a blast. Simple poetry. I'm talking like five lines, really quick, simple rhymes, limericks, 
whatnot. But when it came to actually writing stories, I would just crank out stories. Everything I got back, I she had little spots for improvement, for grammar, for punctuation, that type of thing, but she loved my stories. I loved telling stories. I had a blast doing it. It came towards the end of the year, and the teacher had begun collecting works from the students to put into a booklet. And that booklet was going to be published, she'd done this every year, was going to be published and everyone was going to receive a copy of it to take home. Unfortunately, one of the people in my class plagiarized the lyrics for a song. And the song had an inappropriate word in it. It wasn't even that great of a song. But the teacher didn't know at the time that it was plagiarized, and she also didn't know that this is the mid-80s. Dungeons and Dragons. Parents were out there, oh, let's go burn books. Oh, we, this was before the PMRC. Before you got the little stickers on your albums that said that contains offensive lyrics. And not. So parents found out that this specific song was in the booklet and had an offensive word. And nope, no booklet. I never got a copy of that because of that one student using offensive words of, of a song. The reason I would have loved to have gotten it, I would still have a copy today. I gave away all of my writing from that class to a girl that I liked and she loved having all these stories. For all I know, she still has them to this day. Um, I had five pieces of work that were going to be in that. And the teacher didn't realize she'd picked so many of mine to be in that booklet. Normally it was one, maybe two pieces per student. Mine, she picked five. Again, I don't subscribe to the fact that you need to write a million words of crap in order to write something that someone would consider good or somebody would enjoy. There is some innate talent with telling a story that I do agree with. What I disagree with is in order to have a good story, you need to either be innately good or you need to write forever to get to that certain level. 10,000 hours, a million words, what have you. I do believe that some people can pick up a base and just, it clicks and they go. I've been following Davey504 on YouTube, phenomenal bass player. He played, picked up a bass, 16, 17 years old, before he was 18, he was amazing on the bass. I pick up the bass and I can play a few songs and I can run some scales, but I'm not committing hours and hours and hours a day to playing the bass. I would love to, but it's just not realistic and it's not in the cards for me. I've got a job. I've got other hobbies that I do as well. I still pick up the bass 10, 15 minutes a day, run a scale, learning arpeggios, learning all that fun stuff, but it's not my main focus. When it comes to writing, I read daily because reading is, to me, part of the practice of writing. When I took that creative writing class, I had not read a significant body of work up to that point. I had read a good number of books, probably far more than any of my peers, 
because as I said, I had a learning disability up until about sixth grade that had gone undiagnosed. I had severe dyslexia. I had a really hard time reading. When I would read, it would be painfully slow. So I wouldn't do it. But once I got over that reading disability, I went from reading essentially children's books to reading full novels, like the book that I showed a few days ago, Mere Friend, Mere Foe by George Takei. Once my reading disability was diagnosed and basically I was told, read faster, you'll read better. I was burning through books. I was burning through maybe 15, 20 books a year, which right now that sounds slow. Again, I'm aiming for 40 books this year. We're going to do it. I'm aiming to read 40 books, at least 40 books this year. But back then that was a lot of books. And as I said, most of my peers were reading a book, maybe two, usually only because it was required by a specific class or course. So that was the book they read. I was reading those books and reading fiction books and reading science fiction, reading fantasy, reading everything I can get my hands on, uh, reading books that my mom had in her collection, reading horror novels, amazing books, that uh, terrible books. I was just reading anything I could because I'd gotten to this point where it's like, oh my gosh, if I, if I do this, amazing everything that just comes into my head. My dyslexia no longer bothers me so much when I'm reading books or novels, autobiographies, whatnot, where my dyslexia gets me is reading something short, a license plate number, typing. I'll, I'll type, I'll, I'll mean to type or I'll type of, I, I want to do a whole video on dyslexia. Um, and, and how my brain works. I, I want to do like a, a little TikTok video because I don't intend for it to be that long. But just how does dyslexia affect the brain? At any rate, back to this million words of crap myth. I believe it's a myth. Yes, I believe you will get better the more you write. But I don't believe that you should write something and trunk it. Write something else and trunk it. And then go back and rewrite that first one. And then put that back in the trunk. There's a lot of people that have what they call trunk novels where they've written them early in their career and they're like, oh, this is garbage. And they put it in a trunk and leave it there. Do I believe you should publish absolutely everything you write? No, I believe you should run it off of somebody and say, hey, is this worthwhile? Is this interesting? By run it off somebody, I don't mean take it to your best buddy and go, hey, how is this? And they go, oh yeah, it's good. Get Somebody needs to give you some kind of feedback of what was good, what was bad, what could be better, what was confusing, that type of thing. I'm not saying you need to give them a list of 20 questions on how to review and critique your novel, but you do need to realize that there are things that you can learn about writing a novel. Things like foreshadowing, things like specific grammar or sentence structure, that type of thing. Things to how to build a scene, build tension. As I said, some people they might have a natural innate ability to write a story that just grips somebody. Some people might not, and not every story is going to be gripping that you write. This, let's take bands, for example. The band Diamond Head wrote a song called Am I Evil? A lengthy song, multi-part song, lots of different motions, emotions, Metallica covered the song. It's an amazing song. Somebody once asked 
the lead singer of Motorhead or of Diamond Head, why don't you just write another song like that? <laughs> Sometimes it just doesn't work like that. Sometimes it's it's a flash in the pan. It's it's a one-off. It's Diamond Head did have other hits, some amazing songs, but that one song just stood out. It's a matter of figuring out how to recapture that magic. And when it comes to songwriting, much like with writing novels, sometimes there's that one magic that just works. Other times you need to work at getting the magic to happen. That's what sitting down every day, what I'm doing right now, and working on something, that's where it comes into play. You're never going to get worse at doing something if you continue to do it. By continuing to do it, I mean I don't mean turning the same wrench every day, you're going to get better at turning that wrench on that same screw or that same bolt every single day. I'm saying if you disassemble one engine, put it back together, disassemble a completely different engine, put it back together, you're going to get better at disassembling and reassembling engines. You'll find what's similar, what's different, what's better, what works, improved process, that type of thing. Same thing comes to writing novels. I never intended this to be uh, a writing video Honestly, I never intended that. It's just the way we went. But all I can say is if you're interested in creating art of any fashion, be it poetry, be it haiku, writing novels, painting, anything, graphic design, if you want to be an artist of any type, practice and realize you will get better. But there comes a point where you need to say, okay, this is good enough. Let me move on to the next thing this is good enough, let me move on to the next thing. You'll hear this from a lot of writers that will say, a good work is never finished, it's abandoned. It's so very true. The reason I'm saying that is, all of these books that I've just gone through and edited, I've written the stories. I have never gone back and changed anything in the stories. I have gone back and done better editing on the stories, but I've never gone back and changed the content of the story, and I never will. I don't believe the stories need to be modified in any fashion. Yes, they need to be cleaned up, some word, excessive word usage, that type of thing, word mirroring, to make readability better. But as far as the main content of the story, the story is the story, and it will remain the story, and I'm not going to change the story. Moving forward, I've gotten better of not having to go back and modify a story. I can now write a story, clean it up, write down the main key points that I know I want to carry forward, and move on. That's the part where I've gotten... If you were listening to what I was saying at the beginning of this, I began my creative writing journey 10th grade in high school. Essentially, I've been writing on and off nearly 40 years. Am I a professional? No. Have I sold books? Absolutely. Have I made a living at doing what I'm doing? No. I have made some money and this is where I was saying the other day, I'm starting at zero, starting it at the bottom. I've been working my way up, fallen down, worked my way up, fell down, worked my way up, fell down. It's that falling down part. It's I, I keep getting back up and keep trying again because this has been a dream of mine. 
since back in 10th grade. I always wanted to be a writer. I always wanted to get books out there. And now it's time to actually do that. It's time to get the ball rolling. May 5th, it all begins. As I said, I'm going to be completely transparent on where the books are rating, how they're ranking, how the sales are doing, how, how are the books moving, that type of thing. Are we getting backlists moving? I want to keep everything open so everyone can see where this is going. If somebody comes back and visits this series, follows it along, I want them to see that even though I have gotten beyond that million words of crap myth, I've written over two million words, I've gotten well beyond that, but I haven't reached a level of success that I've wanted to reach. And now I plan to get things moving to try and get to that level of success where I'm actually selling books month over month instead of having five books one month, nothing for six months, a couple books this month, nothing the next month. I'm trying to get steady sales to happen. That's my goal. And by doing that, I'm going to need to be consistent on getting more content out for people to read and get people to realize, okay, books are going to keep coming. Now I can read the series and now I can follow along and actually see where this goes. It's time to get there. I've been rambling for far too long. This has been Five a Day with Jay. I've been Jay. You've been awesome. Until next time.